People, 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 welcome back to the Live from 715. I am your host, Big Daddy, along with my co-host, Hollow, and part-time co-host, Roberto, is here as well today. Welcome, my buddy. Hi. We had a wild and wonderful weekend of West Virginia. You ever see that documentary? No, I have not. The wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia you never seen? No, oh, is it like a racial thing? Oh, <laughs> is it a racial? <laughs> I mean, they are in West Virginia, and there's no black folks. Perfect representation but... <laughs> of white hicks. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> white trash America. No, the the last name of this family is White. It was uh, produced by Johnny Knoxville, actually, because he he was doing something else, and he just sort of is like, this family is wild as fuck. Like this little. Uh, uh, family in West Virginia, like a you know, like a mountain, mountain. Yeah, they're just in in trouble yeah. with the law all the time. Okay, every day, all day, the whole family. So it documents like I don't know, six months to a year out of their crazy ass lives and shit. You will feel better about yourself after watching the documentary, <laughs> "The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia." Holy shit! I think it's on what Prime or Hulu. Last time I watched it. Last time I watched it was on Crackle, but it's not on it, on it anymore. I'll, it's on I'll some, look for it. It's on something else yeah. because I I was like, holy shit, it's on here. It was either Hulu before I got rid of it or it's on uh, Prime now. Something like that. Okay. But definitely watch that documentary and everybody listening do that as well. And while you're at it, follow us on social media at Live from 715 on <coughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Email us at live from 715 at gmail.com and you know what help us out our actual new re- new year's resolution should be getting 50 new listeners not winning a whole bunch of money and getting laid <clears throat> well no that's <laughs> that's you either have the option of winning lots of money getting laid or 50 new followers <laughs> not <laughs> followers <laughs> unique listeners but well, well don't worry the money and ladies will come later that's all part of the but deal. It come, yeah, but, it come, but our monthly grind New Year's resolution should be to try and get like one or two listeners per month or three or whatever adds up to 50 because I'm bad at math. Uh, so the ones that are listening, <laughs> tell your friends. Yeah, tell and a friend. Just be like, friends. hey, why don't you listen to one of these fucking weirdos? Just be like Wayne's World. And they'll tell their friends and they'll tell their friends <laughs> and so on and so on. Pick out a good episode <laughs> that you thought was good and be like, here, listen to this episode. Yeah, See, I spent the whole weekend inviting... Random people to be guests on the yeah, show. Fuck. Okay, so let's back up. You guys went out to a local comedy festival type event. Festival? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I couldn't think of a better word. <laughs> An event in a big fucking building where there was, what, three, four comedians? Four. Okay. I wasn't able to go. I was, I was picking up a fucking quarter of beef and helping my parents divvy it up between... My sister and my parents, we bought a whole cow, and now we're going to eat that cow. (laughs) Rest in peace, Morgan. (laughs) Never forget. (coughs) But yeah, we went out to uh, Pulaski at the Scully's. Formerly. Formerly. The Zelensky's Ballroom. Zelensky's Ballroom, where all the polka happens. Yep. And uh, yeah, they had four comics. First time they were doing it. I don't know. They're going to try to do more things in the ballroom. So this was kind of their first 
comedy show, I guess you would say. Did uh, Dino told me they're going to have wrestling there, too? Yeah, February 4th. It sucks. I know it's the same day as the White Clay Lake Lodge Fishing Derby. Yeah, I can't make that. I know. I told you, I was so down for it. It's like, fuck yeah, because I thought it would have been the 11th. And then I looked at the brochure that they had, and it's the 4th. Brochure. What an outdated thing. <laughs> do, I, I, did you check out our brochure? Yeah, right. Like, what is this, a cruise? Well, they were handing out these brochures at the comedy oh, show. Let's go into how the uh, whole process of getting in. So they had this thing where it was fifteen or $10 if you pre-order tickets, okay? It was okay. $15 at the door. We got there at probably like 6.30, and uh, so we walk in. The bar is completely full. The bar is not that big to begin with. And so we're like, well, what do we do? Like, There's nobody there collecting money to go into the ballroom. So we're like, all right, fuck it. We're just going to go right in and get a seat because they like the seating that they had was just like bar stools and tables. Yeah. Um, and then they had like tables of eight, like all spread around the whole area. So Shannon goes and grabs two tables, grabs two more bar stools. Bam, we've got our set, our table of four right by the, the back part by the bar. And uh, sitting there looking around and we're like, well, fuck it. Nobody wants to take our money. We're just not, you know, mm-hmm. going to. Yeah, we'll just sit here and yeah. wait till someone says something. Until all of a sudden, a fellow um, town drunk, <laughs> um, Sue, <laughs> you know who I'm saying oh, now. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> drunken Sue. Hey, was are you there. boys partying? I'd like to join you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sue comes up to us and she's got a black marker and she goes, Did you guys pay when you guys got in? We're like, There was nowhere to pay. She's like, Well, you give me ten dollars and I'll put an X on your on your hand. Be like bullshit. Show me some identification that you're. Actually, she's probably just scrounging for money for drinks. So anyway, Be like that's my hustle. We're like, um, okay. So she. Um, Are you and Roger in a fucking some sort of scheme where you just carry around black markers and star stamps and and the marker, charge people money for going to a free event? And the marker only worked on once. And she yeah. tried marking it, and it wouldn't work. And she's like, this marker sucks. But she was already hammered because she's drunk and No, too. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she asked for our $10, and I'm like, we're all like, uh, wasn't it 15 at the door? <laughs> nope, 10. No, it was 10. <laughs> well, then, anyway, we're all thinking to ourselves, you know what? She really doing this? That had the missions going towards this, or are we gonna like get back to Bondwell? She'll be at Wayne's and she'll be like, <laughs> yeah. "Get them a drink on me." <laughs> I'm spending their cash anyway. So we found out that she ended up going around, her and this other guy going around to everyone sitting down and taking their money at their table during the show. During the show and like a little Holy bit before fuck. it, get some organization going yeah. on. Exactly. I mean, there it's not hard to. The way they've got that little bar set up, it's not hard to put a table right there with somebody sitting there going, taking cover charges. And they could have did it right at the entrance of the the ballroom. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. That sliding door to the ballroom. Yep. They could have just, yeah. I've only been there once, like, in the past, since it became Scully's. I mean, you know, for them to, you know, try this for the first time, it went, you know, obviously the first time there was a lot of things that, you know, we like to critique, you know, me, uh, well, still, the, some of the shit I heard, I'm like, that should have been pretty easy to avoid. Yeah. Like, uh, well, like you're saying, how hard is it to put a card table right at the entrance to the yeah. ballroom saying cover charge 10 bucks like, so you don't have to walk around and try and keep track of people. It's just anybody going in gets a fucking stamp. Yeah. And so, I don't know, like one of the things was, well, the heater, the garage <laughs> heaters that they have, they kept running. We were by one of them and 
every now and or it seemed like every like three or four pop, minutes. Pop, pop. Yeah. So yeah. then there was <laughs> one, one would kick on, and then the other one would kick on. Yeah. And then we couldn't hear hardly anything when this when these heaters were gone. Yeah. Well, the other thing is with that that area. The acoustics travel so yeah. like something like that's going to overpower anybody on a microphone with speakers not pointed, you know, down towards an yep. audience. So they either have to. Well, yeah. Didn't you? Somebody say they went and told Scott to. Yeah, I went and turn told those him. fuckers off. Yeah, and all he did was he just turned off the one on the, the <laughs> turned, one farthest from he us. He didn't turn off the one and then right so, next to you. Yeah, <laughs> that one he just left alone. So then later on, then one of the guys that we know, we were telling him, and he went over there. He just like walked over there, and it had like one of those shield boxes, <laughs> you yeah. know, that has the key lock, and <laughs> just lifted it right up and turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> so you could have just went after with it all if you wanted to. Well. Uh, what did you go to church this morning? You can't say fucked with it. <laughs> I effed with it. Yeah. Um, another thing. Forgive me. Yeah. Forgive me, Father, for I have fucked. Um, so uh, yeah, my the, dirty mouth. <laughs> uh, the other one was well, uh, the sound company or whatever. It's under the lights entertainment. <laughs> the exclusive company. They, I wish uh, they were still in business. The guy who is the owner of the business, he brought two of the speakers, but the thing was is he never brought any speaker stands, so he actually had the speakers on the stage. Sounds like a dynamite operation going on yeah. over there. It sounds like they threw this together with bubble gum and band-aids. Yeah, kind of. So it was kind of like, you know, it would have been a lot better if the speakers would have been up on stands because the sound would travel better <clears throat> that way. That's why whenever I see something like that, I go, these people exist. It's like if I actually wanted to try and run a business, I'm pretty sure I could do it, you know, and succeed just because I see so many quote unquote professional organizations. And it's always like this where it's just slapped together, no planning. And I'm just like, how? How do you fuckers survive? Yeah. Nobody's planning any. Sh- I'm like, when I when I plan a fucking party, I make sure everything's taken care of. Right. Like from the food, ice, you know, little. I got ten liners. Let's fucking do this. You know, I sh- maybe I should have been a party planner for my. Yeah. Because whenever there's a bachelor party, I always fucking seem to get asked to do it, and boy, I fucking I put on a pretty good one. <laughs> Probably goes back to the days of throwing parties at. Behind my parents' house. That's right. I always tried to make sure everybody's having a good time. Seven and a half half, <laughs> half barrels later. <laughs> that was my 20th birthday. All right, carry on. Um, another thing that was an issue, well, I, going back to the, the DJ or the uh, owner of the, all that audio equipment, then too, uh, he would walk away from his mixer and all that, and he would go sit in the back by the bar, and then <laughs> just the, getting hammered. And then he would just like sit there and then the the microphone would get feedback hardcore and then you have to like he's he was a bigger guy. He had to be about 450 pounds maybe. Yep, and yep. it would took him forever to get to back to the front. Bigger or smaller than me? Bigger. Holy fuck. Yes. So like the MC guy was up there about to begin. He's like, "Oh, getting some feedback up here." And then the big guy comes up there and he like Pushes the speaker over like two inches. <laughs> never, I'm like, oh, I'm sitting there. The, I'm Good sitting job, there. Bud. Yeah, I'm sitting there. I'm like, uh, turn the gain down. That's where you're yeah. getting your feedback from. No, he just takes the speaker and moves it to the massive gains. <laughs> um, and then the other one was is obviously the, the lighting by the stage. They just had like the uh, overhead lighting, so there was like no like if they would have had like maybe even a T bar or a truss kind of with just like some par lights. You know, T-Bar, <laughs> T-Bar, the wrestler. Um, 
<laughs> if they would have just had like that kind of lighting, because because it was all lit in the back part of it, but it looked like the comedian. You couldn't see her face or not. Yeah, like there's completely, no spotlight. Yeah, no. Sp- yeah, they're they're used to polka bands where everybody nobody gets the spotlight. It's just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just the guy with the accordion is yeah. the one that gets the spotlight. Well, it's not like they've got like a catwalk or anything that could put a spotlight up there with a guy. Do they? No, no. Well, well, they, if they they got a loft, the, they got a loft though. Yeah, in the back yeah, they, they could they shine a loft. Yeah, point towards the yeah that way. And I know that they because they, they've done that before. Because when we went to a wrestling show, maybe about 12, 15 years ago, they um, uh, they had a spotlight. Then that was like when wrestlers was coming out of the down the ramp. Yeah, they were putting the spotlight on them. So I don't know where it is. I'm, maybe it's up there, but I think you're giving them too much credit. It was probably a deer shining light that somebody was just <laughs> yeah, holding. Right. <laughs> it was Sue up there with the, yeah. <laughs> the wrestlers coming down, and Sue's got She's it off. Just to like, the right yeah, this is a, I got a 15 million candle. Fucking, <laughs> I can see a buck 300 yards away when I'm in the back of the truck. <laughs> Woohoo! Hundred thousand lumens. Oh, yeah, they don't go by candle power anymore. Candle watt? Yeah. Because those big ones used to be 15 million candles, and it's like, how yep. how do you know? Did you ever put 15 million candles and light them fuck up? It's like, horse, it's like horsepower. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you sure this many fucking horses could pull? <laughs> but it started, like, a little over a half hour late. Yeah. But once it got going, you know, if you were sitting in the front to the middle... You probably didn't have any complaints about the audio. You probably could hear fine. <laughs> Tell me the story about uh, the, you said there was an elderly woman sitting close to you. Oh, <laughs> in front of us. And like, some of these jokes you're telling were kind of raunchy for the crowd that was there. Because it was kind of, yeah. some of the people were kind of older. So like this grandma was like in front of us. Well, it's like, us. who the fuck brings their grandma to a comedy show? It's not like it's a variety Dean Martin no, type exactly. roast deal. It's. <laughs> I mean, and it even said on the thing twenty one plus, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. You know, like comedian one party'd be like, you know, I was railing this girl and this and that, and the grandma in front of us just puts her head down, and starts shaking her head <laughs> like, like oh, a disappointment. Everybody's going to need church tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. What do you think, Hollow? How'd it go then? I mean, for like the quality, out of ten. Out of ten, uh, for the first time, I'm gonna go six out of ten. Yeah, I'd probably put it the only, closer to a five. Yeah, but the only thing for their was, first time around. I mean, the only thing too was so when they first came out with this and that they were uh, uh, advertising it, um, that LA comic Rob Breckenridge was supposed to be the headliner. Oh, well, uh-huh. it turns out then that. I don't know why happened, but he was not there. So then Nick he he was, literally got any other offer. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> didn't go to he didn't Pulaski, want to come to Wisconsin, Wisconsin right? I got a um, <laughs> kid's birthday party at Chuck E. Yeah. Cheese. A fucking kid's bar mitzvah in fucking L.A. would yeah. pay more than Pulaski's <laughs> formal Zelensky's ball. I will say though that uh, that um, second com- or well, because there was the MC and he was like doing a kind of a comedic performance. Yeah, at he first. did a little couple and bits then they, too. There was a guy then and. He got pretty. He was talking about fucking kids and. Oh great! I love how you just jump into that. And you don't put any nuance in it right. whatsoever. He's like, yeah, you know how pedophiles are so hilarious. Yeah. He's just he's talking about kids. It was great. He's talking about cunt hairs and. Yeah. 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 Great. Uh, when he started saying cunt hairs, people in the audience were like, "Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. like they're offended." 
<laughs> and then like the other how many grandmas were in this crowd uh there was, uh, there was a good amount there was actually so. so that that group i don't know if you noticed it but there was a table of eight so you remember like there was um that that couple that was in front of us but then there was that table of eight next to him the one with the uh the really hot chick with the nice ass and the not so good face yes uh that one i remember uh, anyway <laughs> <laughs> um don't remember her face so uh, Must have been like, well, relative or grandma or grandpa or even maybe even father. Uh, okay. He was so hammered. Sister. Brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was so hammered. And he was at My one sister, point. Grandpa. He was looking at the bartender because, you know, the bar's behind us. So he's yeah. like looking our way. And he's all like. Bear. Snapping Bear. his fingers. It's like, towards a buddy, a uh, this isn't like one of those chauffeur serve yeah. waitress service. This isn't an actual <laughs> yeah, comedy there's club. There's no right. table service here. Yeah. And he was so. <laughs> See, <laughs> that's why I, I think, like, if I would have went, I probably would have gave it a three because. You okay, would have. You would have. Like, the skyline is. uh, How do I describe it? Like, the skyline, going to a skyline is like an eight out of ten at best. Yeah. Because once you go to like the improv down in Milwaukee or for Wisconsin, Comedy on State is the greatest fucking comic club stand up for stand up because they got low ceilings and uh, everything goes towards a corner. Have you ever been there? Yeah. When they remodeled it yes. and everything? Who'd you go see? When right before they, oh, like before they remodeled no, it? No, after. At Skyline? No, at Comedy oh, on Comedy State. State. In no, Madison. no, I'm sorry. I went to see Dan Soder there with uh, my friend Chad and a couple of his friends and Joe. And uh, the way it's set up, it, it, you know, they got a couple levels, you know, but the ceilings are still low, which is what comedians want to get that immediate feedback from a joke that they tell so it doesn't throw off their timing and everything. That's why comedians say when they do theaters and stuff, they have to adjust, like, how long they pause after saying a punchline because like the roar of the crowd goes up into the ceiling and then down back at them. So they got to sort of pause to get that laughter feedback yep. because if they speed through it, people aren't hearing the next joke because they're still laughing from the punchline. Mm -hmm. So that's why they, for a club when they're working shit out, they like low ceilings cause it gets immediate feedback. You hear the laughter right away. But anyway, when you go into the, um, there's a big bar area and then you walk into where the seating is. The stage is actually in the corner, so it's like a corner stage, uh, you know, and it's a couple levels up so everybody can see. But the way it's laid out is perfect for a comedy club. That's why comedians now say after they remodeled Comedy on State, it's one of the best places to do comedy in the country, they say. And the people who run it are A-plus people, so they get a bunch of huge names in Madison, so we might have to go there once this summer. Sure. Yeah. But even in the the improv in uh, it's just weird because the improv that they just built in Brookfield, North Milwaukee, um, it's in a parking structure. So it's in the ground floor of a parking structure. So you know when you walk through, except the big columns, you know. Yeah. So it's like two story parking structure. There's no. They've got elevators that go up into a mall area and outlet stores and all that shit. And downstairs where you park your car is where the fucking comedy club is. So people are like, like, comedians always have a joke about it, but we went and seen Shane Gillis there. Holy fuck, was that great. But that's a great club, too, so we should make a trip for that, too. But anyway, so if the Skyline's at 8, you know, uh, 
comedy on state is as close to a 10 as you're going to get. Okay. So this I probably would have gave like a fucking three. The <laughs> comics weren't bad. I mean, no. they were okay. And then, I mean, that girl comic was pretty decent, actually. Yeah. Um, I heard she's a bit of a looker, too, is what you told me. Yeah, not yeah. so bad. Yeah. But Dito thought she was in high school. Because it said Pulaski High School alumni. Like she was still in high school. Yeah, like she just got out of high school and was starting out, you know, but she was like, what, 42? 40, <laughs> something like 44, that. Yeah, 44, 45, yeah. <laughs> right, right. But no, we had a good time, though. Yeah. And the only other thing, too, was that. Well, what do you expect for something local that's only right. 10 bucks? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing only was is that, so I thought that when the show started, Obviously, the bar was all still open, so you had a bunch of just stragglers who are like uh, locals. Oh, yeah. So then what they would do is they went and they made their way to the bar into the ballroom, and they were like nonstop talking. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you, you had these people who didn't like respect all the ones that were there for the show. Oh, they just came in to drink. Right. Yeah. And then they were, you could just hear them. And then you could hear people shaking dice in the other bar because that wasn't. <laughs> so it, it oh, kind of had. Do they have the front bar open now? Yeah. No, no, oh, the no, front no. bar, no. So there's the, there's two bars. So there's like the one that you walk into the side door yet that's always been there. The main one that yep. you just walk into. Yep. And then they have another one in the inside ballroom. Inside the ballroom? Yes. And they were shaking dice inside the ballroom? No, uh, in that second part. Oh, yeah, the, okay. first, the first. But, well, they should have the... shut the fucking door. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they shut they the doors or nothing. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Or at least, you know, closed it so only one person could get through at a time. Yeah. Oh, and they were charging. The bar must have made money. $4 oh. a can for a bush light. Holy yep. fuck. Well, then they must have been given well, and the, then the door first, to the comedians. This is where it got really that weird because be. Shannon bought the first round. In his round, he bought three bush lights and a paps, and the total came to $10. And we're like, holy shit. And then Robert went in after and found out, no, that wasn't the right. <laughs> Did the time change? Going? I don't yeah, know. Right? Um, yeah. No, tell You said that there was one guy so fucking hammered. Um, you remember that Todd, the guy that was sitting on oh, the side? Yes. <laughs> He's like, ah! He was, but he was yeah. laughing. He was laughing at the setups. He like, was. Yeah, I was at the airport the other day. He's like, ah, the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Could you fucking imagine? They, yeah, they were doing like uh, that. <laughs> Nick Brandle, that Nick Brandle, the the, the whole uh, headliner. Idea, the whole idea of an airport. That's hilarious. <laughs> the headliner, Nick Brandle, he was talking about picking rocks. He goes, ah, oh, picking rocks. Oh, oh, that's funny. I remember that. <laughs> what? Every every joke he was doing this for. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, it, like it was, I couldn't stand that. I would have. It was like, hilarious right. for us. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the headliner that Nick Brando, though, it was actually so he did have actually have some pretty funny moments. Um, when he did talk about uh, the um, he's from Manitowoc, and <laughs> he said that uh, when the Stephen Avery uh, uh, making a murderer when that yeah. came out, and he's like, people were like literally in Manitowoc watching it going. Fuck! Yeah. Because he's like, this is exactly what people now think people in Manitowoc are like. Well, that's like uh, Seguro when he did his bit about making a murder. He was like, let me tell you something. What are they not putting in the water in Manitowoc, Wisconsin? These these people look like fucking hobgoblins. He's just like, the most attractive person in that whole documentary was the main suspect. (laughs) So now get ready for this because it's actually kind of weird because, you know, the comedian was talking about that on Friday. And then yesterday I had a funeral. And so I was talking to my cousin at the funeral about the show that we went to. And he he was telling me that one of the guys that he works with – is was friends with the Averys. And he goes, you want to know the effed up part where you probably could already assume this. Uh, the sister-in-law 
married or was a sister-in-law, never got divorced and decided to start screwing then the uh, other brother and then um, somehow magically like uh, not whatever (laughs) that they they said that they were married. So it was kind of like an incest, like tossing each other around almost (gasps) in a way. And then he also said that the, the, the father, the father of the whole Avery thing, a long, long time ago before even this murder and all this other shit that Stephen Avery and all them did, um, he disowned the whole family because they were effed up in the head. So the well, father disowned everybody. and I would have too. I'd be yeah. like, this can't be my and, and Yeah, and the, no. da- and, and the dad was like, fucking hang him. Yeah. <laughs> so well, he was telling me a that, lot. Yeah, he was telling me that yesterday. And I'm like, <laughs> And meanwhile, what was his, his other nephew or something that... Uh, that Dassey, the accomplice. Yeah. No, 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 no. The guy that uh, he's like a rapper and. Uh, oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That our other buddy knows that wanted to have on our other show. I'm like, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he like called into the Jim and Sam show once uh, with all this new evidence. It wasn't anything. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Just trying to get you know more. <clears throat> so anything else from that comedy show that? Um. Well, we did find out one thing. Uh, we actually talked about it. Actually, Shannon, I think, was the one that brought it up. So we were at Mountain Bay um, having uh, a little bite to eat before the show. Okay, yeah. And we were talking about burgers and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, he goes, we were, like, looking at the menu and stuff like that. And I think it may have been Shannon that did bring it up, or it was you, one or the other. And... He goes, you know, you guys, you do that uh, once a month. You guys go to a supper club. You guys, you should, you guys should start doing a thing where you guys go to bar and grills, then, and you guys have a burger, and then you rate that. I don't know about that. Dino was all about that too. Yeah, Dino was all well, about. It. That's what Dino. I was just like indifferent to it, whatever. <clears throat> you know how many supper clubs we have to hit yet? You oh, know, we have to hit a lot. I mean, we got years of supper clubs to, to go to. I'm sure that. Uh, I don't know. If we stop at a fucking place, we could just mention it on the... I don't think we need to make an event about it. Right, right, right. Be like, the best burger I ever had this year was here. You know, mm-hmm. type thing. Because in town, if we were to rate it, it's got to be... Well, you you were saying this yesterday. You're like, if they could take Wayne's Burger and put it on 117's Buns, it would be the best burger ever. Yes. Yeah, that is true. Because <clears throat> they got Kaiser Rolls at Wayne's, which I like, but... They got those soft sourdough buns over at 117. Yep. Exactly what we were all thinking, too. When... But, I mean, that's more of a opportunistic thing. We're not going to make yeah. a point of fucking going out to... Because everybody can go get a burger anywhere and claim it's the best one they ever had. But that food at Mountain Bay, that was really good. We all had good food. Yes. And I'd definitely go eat there again. Definitely. Well, yeah, we were talking about... Or didn't Shannon say something next year? We should go there for a Packer game? Yeah, they have like a really great big... Um, like thirty bucks, all you can eat and drink. drink beer. Yeah, it was like you know, twenty five. Yeah, twenty five for rail and whatever, and then thirty for call. Yeah. Oh, but well, hell yeah, Let's and that do includes. It and they actually on. Now we could pass out at his place. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it's then they be a noon game. They, they had uh, they had uh, their Friday fish fry, but they actually had in the back they they have that buffet. And buffet. <laughs> it's French and it's scary. <laughs> um, so they had. But they had like over like twelve or thirteen different types of fish for a buffet. Yeah, it was actually. Huh. And you had the ahi tuna wrap. Yeah, it was very good. Usually, you don't see that in a small town 
bar and grill type situation. No, they actually had like an ahi tuna salad as well. And so then they just, obviously it was easy to make that into a wrap. Yeah. But it's good shit. Awesome. Well, I think what Mark Norman is coming up in uh, February. Yeah. They find out it yet if it's going to be going to the Friday show. Yeah, or... we're going to the Friday show. Okay. Awesome. Perfect. But what? Robert can't make it, I don't think. No, I can't go. But anyway, well, Chad always gets a big crew to go. So yeah. it'll be fun. And then I seen uh, Big J is going to be coming, Big J Okerson, in March or April. So we got a couple shows coming up that we can go to this spring and the end of, end of winter. So that should be good. And uh, tell you what happened to me Friday night while you were out gallivanting. You got meat. Well, I got meat. <laughs> but then when I got home, since you guys were going to be out, I was like, I'll just fucking stay home. I uh, decided to make hot sauce uh, with my stored up peppers that were in the freezer. And I had a bunch of blueberries from, uh, when did they get them? Whenever they harvest them, my mom always goes up to Michigan and gets like those big flats of uh, blueberries. And so she got me one and that's like fucking eight quarts of blueberries. So I had like these big two quart bags that I had frozen and vacuum sealed in the so I got two left. I like, I take one and just make a blueberry hot sauce. So I put all the peppers in. I put the blueberries in, garlic, ginger, some brown sugar. Almost like a barbecue sauce, but it's a hot sauce. Everything was cooking on the stove, and the fumes were pretty bad, like if you were too close to it. So I was sort of stirring it. But then I got this hand immersion blender that you stick in the pot and then blend all the solids up. I had the exhaust fan on. But as soon as I hit that immersion blender in that fucking pot, the fumes just, <laughs> I maced myself, like, literally. my I, I couldn't breathe. I was coughing. My eyes were running, like, snot coming out of my nose. Like, I got maced from those fumes. Wow. I had to come down in the basement to get out of the upstairs to let it, like, air out. L- let it air out because you could not breathe upstairs. It was so bad. It was like getting tear gassed. So... Eventually, the fumes died down, and I had my hooded sweatshirt on, and I, like, pulled it up over my face and, like, stood away, and I was hand-emerging, blending the fucking stuff in the pot. So, I've got some down here. I was going to see if Robert wants to try it. Yes. Well, I got some pretzels right there, and that little thing right there, I won't put too much on it, just to get a little taste of it. I'll even do some, too. What do you you, Al? Sure, why not? Oh, you're going to want to see Robert's reaction first. Mm. So, sweetness of the blueberries, but I think it's pretty hot. It is pretty hot, but it's got a good flavor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is warm. Hollow is catching his breath over there. (laughs) I didn't put a whole lot on mine, but Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They'll knock you right on your ass. I love it. Yes, yes, it will. So I got about two quarts of that. You done good. You did good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for Robert to start sweating. That's how I know if it's hot enough. <laughs> I didn't. I don't think I took enough to get my head to sweat. Okay. You should. So, t- you should take a pretzel and dip that whole thing in. I will. I ain't scared. Give me that. He's dipping. It's a big one. Here it comes. Touchdown. 
Well. <laughs> it's not as bad as I thought it'd be, but. Oof. Yeah. She got some spice. I love it. Yeah. Ooh, fuck. Good thing I got myself some Rockstar and vodka here. Today's show is brought to you by New Amsterdam Vodka and Rockstar Recovery Strawberry Lemonade. The show has so many. And BioSteel Sports Drink. <laughs> and once again, Bubbler. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty good, though. Shit. <clears throat> yeah, put some on there once. Holy fuck. That's good. I'm now a saucier. <laughs> you do make a good hot sauce. I that is still, really good. I still have some years in my fridge. The strawberry stuff? Yeah. That's fucking good. I ran out of that, so whatever you got's the last of that batch. Wow. So how <clears> was <throat> your guys's uh your guys' night last night? Well <laughs> I wanna hear this. Somebody got uh some treats for me. Oh. Some uh gummies. And uh these were double the strength that they were twenty milligrams, so I only bit like a quarter off at first. I was feeling all right, so I took another quarter. And man, I was just flying. It was great. <laughs> By the time we, we went to the double vision, but uh luckily one of the town drunks wasn't too drunk yet and we did not want to sit next to him. Um <clears throat> you know, he has glasses, baseball cap, uh yep. <laughs> and so what, I won 50 bucks there on a machine, so I quit. And we went to the lodge. Went to the lodge. We didn't shake any dice because we knew we'd get in trouble. But saw a lot of people there we hadn't seen in a while. Uh, pretty good time there. We actually yeah. shouldn't have left there. Yeah, it was a good time there. Yeah, you're right. Probably should have stayed there. Because then we went to the lumberyard to end the night. And some critters followed us out there from Cecil. Was texting Robert. What are you guys up to? Where are you guys going? Uh, Robert. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> but it wasn't that bad. Except for, apparently there was some creepazoid at the uh, shipwrecked in Cecil who got kicked out for life for groping a bartender. And then he showed up at the lumberyard. So all those guys from Cecil warned the bartenders there. And then he was being creepy with other guys' girlfriends. And I don't know if he touched some girl or what, but he got his ass kicked outside. The cops showed up. Yeah. Really? Yep. Oh, my God. I didn't see the cops come in the bar, did yeah, you? Yeah, right when I left, because I'm like, oh, now's a good time to leave, because the <laughs> cop was behind the bar talking to the bartender. Oh, okay, yep. I missed it. So that, it was a female cop. Uh, so as soon as I seen her come talk to her, I'm like, oh, perfect time to leave. I'm out. Yeah, Dino, like said, Dino said that the cop was pretty hot. Yeah. I didn't see her, though. I mean... Maybe not Tennessee <laughs> sexy hot. <laughs> Whatever that is. No, like that that chick that got uh, all the oh, memes. Oh, gotcha. There was running trains on her <laughs> former, or, yeah, former now, because they all got fired. Yeah. The chick out of Tennessee for some police department down there, uh, sexual escapades with like fellow eight, officers. Six other six officers? Yeah, she was blowing everybody in the <laughs> fucking patrol. <laughs> yeah. Or did you just ruin your bad news story, or was that one of them last? No. Okay. No, I didn't. <laughs> That's not bad news. Oh, That's yeah. good news. That's good news. Well, I mean, <laughs> if we could all have a coworker like that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Who's the one who snitched is what I want to know. Yeah. It's probably that canine. <laughs> <laughs> it was the dog. 
I put, I'll put a pe- I put peanut butter on my testicles for this shit. <laughs> he couldn't sniff out the drugs anymore. <laughs> yeah, but, I was. I don't know. I got pretty drunk last night. I know that. I just. I couldn't even drink because I I was gonna drink beer all night because I was driving and uh, didn't want to get drunk, so I had like four or five beers the whole night because I was on that gummy. So <laughs> you were flying high enough on that. Yeah, and those like they tried talking to me that group of people, and I'm just like, I don't care. I'm like, <laughs> quit ruining my high. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all the people that you really can't stand. Well, well I don't. Not. I just don't care about them anymore. And they were like trying to get me to care about them, and I'm just like, <laughs> hello, I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, you don't matter to me anymore. You're just another meat sack like all these other fuckers walking around. <laughs> you yeah. should have just made yourself just like look completely crazy. And when they came up, Big Daddy, how's it going? And you just go, I love my kitty. <laughs> yeah, with nothing in my hands. <laughs> petting my phone. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, one of the girls, she's like, you still hate me? I'm like, I don't care enough to hate you. <laughs> I'm like, I let all that shit go. If you're still holding on to it, that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> that is true. It isn't bothering you. It's bothering yeah, her. Yeah, doesn't bother me <laughs> goddamn bit i don't care what happens in your life you could die tomorrow i ain't gonna shed a tear you're just another acquaintance no which may sound harsh but it's the fucking truth and that's how you get through uh trying times quit putting quit investing your emotions in people that don't give a fuck about you that's my big daddy's corner advice corner coming to you well i heard then too (laughs) i heard last night that one of our friends uh hit 2400 on the machine at good vibes and decided to have an open bar, and uh, I what? found that out last night. And oh, uh, but it didn't happen last night. No, it happened last night. Wow, I didn't yeah. hear that. Oh, you're gonna have to tell us after the I show will tell who you, it was. Yeah, I'll tell you who it was. Because uh, I, me and uh, well, damn, we should have went to vibes. Me and my sister. Yeah, no shit. Me and my sister, we went. Uh, she was home because of the funeral, and so me and her, uh, we decided just to go to 117 for supper last night, which is me and her and. Uh, Tony and Aaron came over, yeah. and Tony could barely speak. Oh. <laughs> Tony was so drunk, and so was Aaron, and uh, Tony was like, we were out wine drinking all day. I'm like, you weren't, what, wine drinking all day? Wine tasting? Yeah. Got the best of you? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he says that, yeah, he's like, well, where were you? He's like, we were then at Vibes. He's like, uh, I'll tell you the name who won it uh, after, but uh, he goes, yeah, he won the 2400, and he had open bar for all of us. I'm like, what the fuck? God damn it. But I'm like, I didn't feel like enough because I, I personally had enough to drink Friday, especially having to get up early on Saturday morning. I mean, I stayed out at the bar on Friday until 1.30 almost. I'll tell you this about yeah. fucking gummies. No hangover in the morning. I fucking love that. Well, I don't think it was really a uh, appropriate thing to have a hangover at a funeral the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry for Maybe if loss. you cared about them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you would have poured a little liquor in the casket. <laughs> yeah, right? And it was like another thing, too. So, like, I, this isn't like, um, I've only been to, so, like, my father's side of uh, the family, that's, um, they're all uh, Polish, whatever. And, you know, I'd say 95% of them are Catholic, right? So, mm-hmm. don't really get to go to, a, you know, a lot of Catholic services and stuff like that. But it made me just realize, uh, Going to the funeral yesterday, how long and I wouldn't say exhausting, but how long Catholic funerals are. 
Oh. Like, it's like an hour and 45 minutes, like, service. Holy fuck. But there is a lot of... That's pa- longer than Christmas. Yeah. And there's a, lo- and there's a lot of pause. Like, uh, at some point, you'll uh, <clears throat> be singing a song, and then the song will get done, and it's just quiet. Right? And then about a minute goes by. <laughs> like, like, they're waiting for applause. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> a minute will go by, and then the priest will stand up, and then he'll give words, and then he'll sit back down, and it's silent again. What the fuck? Yeah. No, so thank you. There had to be at least... Get this show rolling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so... I give this funeral five out of ten. <laughs> and then, obviously, so they do this thing where then they take, like, this, uh, like, little... I I don't know what it is. It's almost like a... They, they dip it in water. It's like, more or less, you're baptized again. And, okay. You know, when you go to heaven. And then they... they Over the casket. Oh, yeah, yeah, the They... It's like a metal incense thing almost. Yes. Well, then they do the metal incense then too. But they got like a little metal ball thing that they dip in water and yep. throw the water at. Yes. So yeah. anyway, but when they did the incense one, yeah. and we were farther back in the church, and you could smell that Yeah, shit. that fucking potpourri shit. It that smelled they... like, it literally smelled like uh, wet socks. Yeah. <laughs> if I could figure out a best way to oh explain God. that. Yeah. Can you mix some sage in there so you feel like we're at a <laughs> could, yeah, Jimi could, Hendrix Could, could you imagine that? All the priests are like, put some of that weed in there. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Let's get this <laughs> Let's get this crowd as dead as we are inside. <laughs> <clears throat> I always wanted to go to like a real Irish wake where they take, where they have the, like the body out and you're all drinking around them and yeah. fucking just get blackout drunk. Seems like a good time. You like set them off to sea. Like give the body to the sea, right? Do they do that? What? Put it on like a little raft and they push it out. No, what they're... movie were you watching? <laughs> that was a thing. That's a Viking funeral. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that was. The I idea. always said I wanted to go out like that. I'm like, push me out on a rowboat in White Clay Lake and then light me on fire. I'll become a fish crib. <laughs> like, that's what I wanted for a funeral, a Viking funeral. <laughs> or I wanted to be planted. Like underneath a, a tree, underneath like an apple tree, and then my soul goes into the apples. And then... Eat me. <laughs> Eat then I go on living forever. <laughs> Wouldn't you want to be like uh, the movie How High and just be put into like uh, how he uh, had his best friend uh, put in? Uh, he made uh, weed. Yeah, and, and smoked then it. smoked him, and he would come back alive. <laughs> <laughs> This is what happens when you smoke your boy. <laughs> Picking like, apples from the big daddy tree. Yes. I'm going to make a pie out of him. <clears throat> oh, that would be delightful. And all of a sudden, somebody goes and picks that tree and Fucking... then takes those apples to the flea market and sells them at a high rate. <laughs> be like, hey, I gained some value in death. <laughs> I got these. Mac- start eating them. <laughs> I got these Macintosh apples, Washington apples, and big daddy apples. <laughs> Tastes like extra sharp. <laughs> <laughs> Red stag. <laughs> But no, I'm glad. Yeah. Those fucking gummies are the shit because you don't you don't wake up with a hangover at all unless you're drinking heavily, which I wasn't. Well, when you usually you're not really feeling like you want to drink anyway because you're already feeling that that perfect. Well, you kind of do because you get a little bit of the dry mouth. Yeah. So you got to have something to drink. Yeah, you do. But I I couldn't drink beer anymore. I they started selling those uh, silver ice monsters at the lumberyard, so I just had one of those because I was starting to get a little drowsy from them. But that kicked me back into high gear. And I was, Silver Ice Monster? What is that? The, I mean, the Monster Ultras, the white cans. The white cans. The no sugar white cans. Oh, okay, yeah. Aren't they called? No, Silver Ice is they're... the Rockstar version of the... It's the white can. Everybody knows it. Yeah. 
and I thought you were going to start getting hungry because, like, they brought out a big fucking pizza right next to us, and yeah. I'm like, oh, that made me hungry. I'm like, you've got to be really hungry then. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, two girls we know had one next to us, and they gave me and Dino the extra couple slices. Oh. So that tided me over. That was a good time. Yeah. You went home a little earlier, and then me and Dean stayed till bar closed, and we went to Quick Trip for some snacks. <laughs> then he dropped me off at home. Do you guys stay at uh, Lumberyard until bar closed? Yeah. Oh, not me. I left at like one, one fifteen, something like that. Oh, whenever the cops showed up, <laughs> they shut down a little early. It was like it was just a little bit after two. They closed up. They like pretty much got everybody. That's how out they there. usually are because it takes a lot to try to get everybody out of there exactly at bar close. Yeah. I mean, even when I DJ there, they're always uh, when it's two o'clock. If I'm still there, and I'm yeah, like there's a lot down, of people there, yeah. and they're trying to get drunks out of a bar, and, the, and that's like always a bitch teeth. then too because they'll be like, "All right, everybody, finish your drinks," and everybody's all still holding a full, you know, mm-hmm. a full drink, and they're sitting there too busy talking. Well, that's why you got to have last call at like quarter to two. Yeah. Uh huh. So the last drink is served at two and. That's why you see like a lot some bar, like not when well you see a lot of bars where they actually have their clock like fifteen minutes ten minutes ahead so yep yeah <clears throat> so when it is two thirty you can get the stragglers out of there fifteen minutes yeah. takes fifteen minutes those fucks out of there it's like what time what time is it when you go to the dentist I don't know two thirty oh my god <laughs> oh my this week's dad joke of the week brought to you by Roberto. Oh, you yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> Speaking of that jokes. That looks like a damn joke that would be in the free market messenger, Robert. All right. I just posted this on Instagram, so everybody should go check this out. Check our uh, page once. I want you to look at this T-shirt I found. It's uh, th- Well, you can describe it when you see it. I saw this T-shirt, and it's literally the best prank ever created by man. This makes me laugh so hard. Robert, get your phone out so when Hollow looks it up, you can look up what's on the shirt. And it's on the live from the 7151? One? Yeah, on okay. Instagram. On Instagram. Instagram. Live from 715 on Instagram. Uh, I'll have to download the Instagram app here. Let me see. Well, no, you, you I'm can, just kidding. You could just look up uh, Google when. So it's a it's a Bible verse on a on a T-shirt. Um, It's not on here yet. Okay, so yeah, it is. The Bible verse is Ezekiel twenty three twenty. So look up this Bible verse. Okay, this is the best prank. All all I the think T-shirt. I remember has. you were you were showing this at Wayne's one night. I don't know, was I or not? Yeah, Ezekiel twenty three twenty. So look it up. Because this is this is the best part of the prank. Everybody looks at it and like, what does that mean? <laughs> what oh does, yes, yes. What does Ezekiel twenty three twenty really mean? Look up the verse. You you showed me this before. I did yeah. see it. Okay. Read you it want up. me to read it? Yeah, please read it. All right, here it is. What does Ezekiel 23.20 really mean? I quote, There she lusted after her lovers, whose genitals were like that of donkeys, and whose emission was like that of a horse. <laughs> People think you're all religious, and you, <laughs> you make them look up that verse. <laughs> oh my god i want that shirt so fucking bad now <laughs> just to walk around and be like oh this holy roller fucking walking around i wonder what ezekiel 2320 means <laughs> <laughs> they look it up 
It was my confirmation verse. <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck. We should. Oh, dude, if we were, if we were more. If the internet existed, that would have been my fucking Bible verse for catechism. <laughs> oh, I love that. She lusted after her lovers whose genitalia were like donkeys, and emissions were that of horses. <laughs> uh, could you imagine some girl going through confirmation that's her fucking Bible verse? <laughs> oh. That's a born comedian right there. Where is she nowadays? <laughs> yeah. In Tijuana. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> we got football today. I gambled my last $7 on DraftKings that I had left in my account. Yeah, I got some lineups in as well. What, did you win yesterday? Anything? No. It was a bad day. <laughs> we were talking to a, our buddy who was betting on the games yesterday, and we're like, Hey, uh, Trevor, what do you got? The Giants, thanks for asking, <laughs> fuckface. It's like 28 to nothing at the time, and he's like, yeah. Trevor, you bet on this me. game? Yeah, and I took the Giants, thanks for asking, fuckheads. <laughs> Ugh. Gambling makes football funner. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday coming up, do we have any plans for that? Um, No, I don't. I don't. I'm up for anything, though. Whatever you guys want to do. <clears throat> we should figure out something to do. I agree. Do we do a bar party, or do we do a house party? Do we, you know, what do we do? Well, we should see one Go of our friends. Go to a shanty. A shanty? <laughs> we should see if one of our friends is having one. Mm. I don't believe so. No? Oh, that's no. disappointing. They're no. not going to have one? No, not that I know of. Okay. Well... We got some time. We'll figure it out. Yep. If nothing else, we can just go to 117. I'm sure they'll have something. Yeah, I just saw them post something today or yesterday about it. So they got they're putting on a thing. Yeah, we'll go down there. Maybe she always have... she always puts on good food too. So yeah, you can't. I've never had a bad meal there. Where's that? At 117. Yeah, I I saw uh, last night um, when I was there. They already had their posters up for the. Uh, it's called the Potluck Super Bowl party. Well, maybe I'll make something for it. Bring your hot sauce. But I think they're oh, doing yeah, that. Oh, yeah, let's but fuck th- people up. <laughs> but I think earlier, I don't know if, if it's that day, or, but they're doing that chili cook-off, too, as well. I don't know if it's that same day or not. But they, are doing, a, they, they are doing a Super Bowl, and they're going to do, like, 10-liners, drink specials, prize giveaways. Penalty flag? Penalty flag, of course, yes. Woo! For those of you who don't know, at 117, there's a plunger with a yellow penalty flag on it. So every time there's a penalty, they pick a name out of the hat. And they pass the plunger to you, and you drink till free for free until the next penalty gets called. So if you get the last penalty before halftime, whew, she's a good time. <laughs> yes. It's the coveted. Oh, and fucking halftime is like three times as long during the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're right. The halftime show is like, what is it, like an hour-long halftime, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Maybe not that long. Half hour at least. Yeah. Was it this year, Rihanna? I don't know. I think, well, yeah, I think you're Rihanna, right. I just don't know if there was anybody else with her. I'm not. sure there's going to be someone else tupac hologram this year finally (laughs) they 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 could have done something just put like on one of the uh rooms that they were walking through they could have had like a poster in the background or like a yeah that was disappointing i'm like you're doing la and the biggest fucking la rapper in the time of dre and them was fucking tupac and I mean, Dre was friends with Tupac, so I was like, why the fuck isn't there anything regarding Tupac on here? You didn't even... Because they did, uh, 
the song. Yeah, uh, they did that little piano verse. But it's like... And that was it. Yeah. It's like, oh, that tiny little tribute you did. Thank you. Wow. But it's like, you didn't mention Tupac, and there was no posters or nothing. I'm like, I for sure thought there'd be like a hologram or something. Yeah. If they were really going to go all out. But. Especially considering the fact that that's what they're like doing a lot lately of, of the, was that those, um even that, they're doing those things now, that hologram of where it's like a box. So like they could like, they did this where it was some type of show. They did like a, a, a show. The artist was in LA, but it was a hologram that was in New York in this box, but it looked like they were there because it had the whole 3D dimension in the shadow. <clears throat> Yeah. But, well, they did that at what was it, Coachella, where they had Nate Dogg with with Tupac, Snoop Dogg with yeah, uh, yep. Snoop Dogg and Warren G and yep, uh, Nate Dogg because Nate Dogg died, so they had a hologram of Nate Dogg. On, I thought they did a Tupac one at Coachella as well. Yeah, they did. Yep, the year before. Yeah, yeah. So why they couldn't do that at the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah. And that was probably like three, four years ago when they did that. So I mean, yeah, the technology exists. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, all right. Now what? Now what? Hollow. <laughs> you guys look right at me. Um. Oh, I was um. That shit. That's what I was gonna do. Uh. <laughs> so I was thinking about this. So you know, we're obviously gonna go to um screaming old sports. So I was looking at like you know just certain packs or whatever because I was talking about how you know baseball season coming up. Uh, get the baseball one, like the the new tops one, because at least you know we're not going to get screwed over on the cards because they're all new packed. Yeah. You know, um, would it be smarter to get the complete set no. or just a series <clears throat> packs? Well, I, I understand that, but they're going to be in separate packs. But you can get like the series, or you can even get the um, complete set in packs. Like it'll be in that foldable box, like the tops one. That that's a series. So yeah, but every card, a complete set, usually means you get every card in the. That's correct. made. Yeah, I don't want yes. that because well, what's the point of opening the pack? Opening packs is the whole deal. You want to be surprised, you, maybe. You want to be surprised at what you're gonna get. So, yeah, do the box with the different series. You don't. Well, know you're, you're gonna, gonna have get. some in there that you don't know about anyway because they stick in those autograph ones and those they only do that in the, uh, the complete set they do that in but oh. not just the series one. Oh, okay they say the series one they'll give you the you'll be lucky or not you'll be lucky you could get an exclusive that's like a blue colored one i, I yeah don't they know. got like blue chrome but they don't yeah, have like yeah, autographs or like patch cards or jersey cards no, or anything like do. that some of them might but i just know that a lot of them it's like they only put that in the complete um oh. Well, I'll have to go check it out and see. Yeah. Well, we just have to go there and look yeah. around and figure it out right then. Yeah. Agreed. Next. I did have a my daughter Annie basketball game tournaments in Seymour Saturday. Oh. And yeah, uh, well, they lost three. No. Two out of three. Two of the, yeah. They lost two out of three, but the one game that they did win, my daughter hit the game-winning shot. Wow. Proud dad moment. I even got a Snapchat of it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I had to message her and said, good job, champ. Yeah, so that was a pretty long day yesterday, nine in, nine in the morning until about four in the afternoon. And then, <laughs> and then, and then I had to go oh, get drunk. <laughs> yeah, but what, That's oh, the way you celebrated <laughs> your daughter's game-winning <laughs> yep. shot. I'm getting drunk on your account. <laughs> yep. Oh, tell about what happened uh, before you. I came pick you up. <laughs> oh yeah so uh 
one of my one of the other parents at the basketball game, he uh, wanted me to go with him to a birthday party last night. He's talking about it at the game yesterday, and I'm like, I don't know, you know, I I don't think I'm gonna go. Oh, okay, I'll message you later. And so I went home, and I'm sitting around watching football, and I'm like, I'll take a shower, and got a whole big daddy, and he's gonna come pick me up. So I get in the shower. I'm in the shower for like a minute. Also, I hear knocking at the door, and I have my music going in the bathroom too, and not knocking at my front door, knocking on my bathroom door, and he's. he's my buddy there that was at the game he's like hey are we going i'm like what are you doing i'm like going where yeah i'm like i'm in the shower come on let's go i'm like i'm not going with you are you serious i'm like yeah get out of my house what are you doing (laughs) is it who i think it is (laughs) yep yeah what the so because you ignore him now on your phone yeah start showing up at your front because he tried calling me and I, I didn't answer. She shows up at my house and walks right into my house. Upstairs. Upstairs, up my stairs, right to my bathroom door and starts pounding on it. Like, <laughs> I got to use the bathroom or it's going to be your couch again. <laughs> you should have opened the door full of Seb's naked and been like, jerk me off and then I'll go. <laughs> Let's see how serious you are about this. I, I can't. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's not even the half of it. He did tell him about during the game. I can't say that. Just All right. to, yeah, don't want to get to tell. Okay, you tell. Yeah, me. We didn't tell name any names, but uh, right. if I if I told the story, it might get someone in trouble. So I can't oh. with like a custody battle type situation going on. <laughs> I don't want to ruin that. <laughs> yeah, as you can tell, this is going to be part of the evidence that goes into it. Live from the 715 actually uh, has uh, yeah. official uh, evidence. Yeah, our, <laughs> the audio for our show is used yeah. as evidence. And then we have to get put on stand. <laughs> Your Honor, I offer exhibit A. <laughs> episode, episode 47. <laughs> Time 5743. Time stamped. <laughs> and they rewind it, and we're talking about the fucking Ezekiel 23 toy. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, let me fast yeah. forward. Yeah. Just pass that horse emission part. This way, this way here, I think I have it now. And that's when I fucked the sheep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got to talk. Well, now we got a couple things we got to talk off air. Yeah. Um, <laughs> since we were on the top of cards, why don't we just open them right away? Okay. Oh, yeah. Get into our. 91 upper deck NFL football, probably uh, pre-packaged, already opened once. You know, I, I thought about Although, this. So, like, how do they, I mean, do you, can you go and get wrappers like this so then they repack the shit? Well, I'm wondering if they That's just what I wonder. opened it from the top and then resealed it. Oh, okay. You know, they didn't. Until we get, like, a rare good card, you're, we're just going to keep believing that they're repackaged. <laughs> Well, we did get, I mean, two decent cards. We got Barry Sanders, like the, the not one of the gimmick cards. It was his actual card, which is like a $20 card. And then we got oh. the Troy Aikman where he's being, where he's scrambling and he's getting his jersey pulled. Apparently that one's worth pretty good money, too. And 16 Randall Cunninghams. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the one that makes me wonder. It's like, we got two Derek Thomases in the same pack. Fuck you. Yeah. Two Anthony Dillwigs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll start off since I got them. We got a nobody, Dwight Stone, running back for the Steelers. We got a rookie card of, you know, this guy, uh, Greg Lewis, that famous running back that I don't Pittsburgh? even know. Pittsburgh? Nope. Uh, no, Denver. No. <laughs> I don't even know that. He's in a nope. Northwest Wildcats uniform on this one. Otis Anderson. I remember him from Tecmo Bowl. 
Yep. Uh, Terry McDaniel, I kind of remember him. A Jerry Rice team MVP card, not bad. Uh, John Stevens, the old school Patriots uniform. Jacob Green for the Seahawks, nobody knows. Another Randall Cunningham team MVP <laughs> oh <my> card. <laughs> <laughs> a Dave Craig Seahawks card. Hey, Wisconsin Seattle. native. Yep. Uh, for the Cowboys, we got Isaac Holt, cornerback. He was pretty decent. Mike Menchek, a fucking Oilers guard. <laughs> and lastly, an actual Dan Marino, not a. Oh, wow. Not one of the team oh. MVP or painted cards. Looks like a Steely Dan. <laughs> Steely Dan Marino. So There was like 12 guys in that band. <laughs> I mean, crazy. So I got two decent cards. I got the there. one out of 12 Steely Dan Marino. <laughs> playing bass. Sniping the bass. So that's what I got. I got two decent cards out of there. Who's up next? You want to go? Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Of Keith McCants of Tampa Bay. Uh, Troy Aikman Collector's Choice. Not bad. Not bad. Got a kicker, Mike Saxon. Punter, <laughs> punter I should say. <laughs> Ever hear of him? Saxon, the Cowboys. Sounds like a native for the... Season leader for the Bears, Mark Carrier. I do remember him. Yep. Back in the day. We got a punter. I mean, no, no, I'm fucking this up. The kicker. <laughs> That's a, a kicker. I say a punter. Uh, we got Pat Leahy. Oh, Jim Leahy's brother. Yeah, yep. Mr. Leahy. <laughs> we got a checklist. Oh, I don't know about that. Actually, those are, a couple of those are pretty good. If they got Brett Favre or Barry Sanders on them. I'll let, let you check, check that one out. Um, I have LaVon Johnson of the Saints. An Al Toon collector's choice. Hey, Wisconsin Badger. Yep. We have Keith Jackson. Action Jackson. Uh, Flipper Anderson of the Rams. <laughs> His parents hated him. Yeah. <laughs> Lewis Billups of the Bengals and, ooh, one of the great cornerbacks of all time, Daryl Green. Hey, that's hey. like our third Daryl Green. <laughs> yeah. So not the bur- not the best, not the worst. I think I beat right. you. Yeah, probably. All right, for the Falcons, Andre Bruce. Huh. Hey, here's one. Uh, Rookie card, Eric Swan. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah, it's a rookie one. Not bad. Pepper Johnson from the Giants. Uh, Leonard Marshall from the Giants. Mike Babb from the Browns. Another (laughs) Altoon. Boo. Uh, all right. No, no, no Brett Favre on this checklist. Damn Albert it. Bentley from the Colts. Jeff Herod of the Colts. Scott Davis of the Raiders. Felix Wright of the Browns. Herschel Walker of the Vikings. Hey, politician Herschel Walker. <laughs> and to finish it off, Tony Casillas of the Falcons. Yeah, I'm gonna win that one with my Steely Dan Marino. <laughs> That's the one that did it. Those are the good ones, and these are the horrible ones. You want to jump into Comedian of the Week so I can take a piss? Sure. Uh, Who'd you pick? So, uh, Comedian of the Week, I decided uh, th- th- this one's uh, a midget. Uh, short, a little person. Short, short story. Yeah. No, uh, Brad Williams, who is uh, a midget. Uh, he was... Um, <laughs> Did you say a midget? Yeah, he is yeah. a midget. 
Like he's a the dwarf. person that we he's know, Brad Williams. No, no, this is a different one. <laughs> oh, no, this is a different one. Okay, this one, this one's got more street cred. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's actually a really good comedian. Yeah, and if you see him on podcast, he's a great podcast guest too. Yeah, and he uh, does a lot of cruises. For yeah, some I reason. just found that. Out. Yeah, yeah, VD was telling me about that. Like whenever you see these cruises that have a comedian on board, like geared towards younger people, like a party cruise. Yeah, like they'll have like a. Uh, comedian for the week that's there and brad williams does that shit all the time yeah Not he loves gig it. yeah and this one that he did it was actually from where ari started that this is not happening the strip club oh yeah so for those of you who don't know ari shafir used to have a show on comedy central years ago that it was his total original idea and it was called this is not happening and he rented out a strip club and all the uh comedians would get on stage between like the two poles <laughs> on the stage and tell like a fucking crazy ass story. Big J was on there a couple times with great stories. Rogan was on there. Joey Diaz. Everyone from back then was great. And then comedy central sort of fucked Ari over. Uh, and he's like, fine, I don't want fucking anything to do with it. So they kept the show going with another guy. Um, God damn it. I can't think of his name. But anyway, he's he does an all right job of it. It's just not the same show. But he did feel bad about doing it because yeah. But Ari sort of gave his blessing. He's like, yeah, go ahead, whatever. But it's Ari's going to restart that and call it like the I don't know. He's going to call it something else, but it's sort of the same idea of comedians telling wild ass stories. Yep. Um, but he's going to be calling it like the I don't know Ari Shafir storytelling hour or some crap like that because he wants to do it again because it's fucking fun for them to do and would he have well. the same kind of uh the same kind of plan like doing it at a strip club or would it be i don't know he doesn't have it all worked out yet because all it was was the strip club wasn't opened on was that Whatever. sunday or no, it was like Mon- a tuesday oh. or a monday and then he rented it out for the day yeah. or for the night yeah and he would have like four or five comics and they'd shoot all their bits and put them all together later on into a show um yeah it was great. I think they're all still available on like YouTube. Um, I think it's under either Comedy Central's YouTube channel or might be one called This Is Not Happening, but the old ones with Ari Shafir hosting were the best. Yeah. But Brad Williams was on there. He took a couple stories, and this one was from one of those? Uh, yeah, this is about him going to a charity golf outing. Okay. So here it is. About two years into, into comedy, I get a headliner gig, which is insane. There was a dropout, and they needed someone. They got me. Uh, It's a casino in Temecula, California. Now, if you don't know where Temecula is, start doing meth. (laughs) You'll end up in Temecula, okay? You you just get there eventually. Um, So I'm doing the gig there. It's the night after my first show. It goes really well. This is a Friday night. And then I get a phone call, and, and it's some organizer from a golf tournament saying, hey, we're, I run a celebrity charity golf tournament that's playing here tomorrow. One of our celebrities dropped out. Do you want to play in the golf tournament? Now, you might be thinking, why is he calling a midget to play in a golf tournament? He was probably thinking that same thing, but I play golf. I freaking play golf. And before you make the joke, Fuck you, not miniature, okay? Not miniature. I play actual golf. 
I'm not there. You know, like, oh, it's the windmill hole. Isn't it great? Like, I'm not doing that. I play real golf, okay? My dad started me playing golf when I was two years old, all right? So I'm actually kind of good at it. And, but I think the only reason why my dad started me playing golf is not because he wanted to spend time with me or because he wanted to advance my character or nothing. Like, he just wanted to make uh, dad jokes. He just wanted to make dad jokes. That's it. Like, my dad's not a dwarf. He's tall, so he loves making dad jokes. And, like, so when we go play golf, he'd make the same one every time. His name's Pete, and all his friends would be like, Hey, Pete, you're taking your kid out to play golf? Is he any good? And his response would always be, He's okay, but he's got a hell of a short game. Every time. Not some of the time. Every time. To the point where I would be mouthing the joke along with him, just standing behind him. And you'd think that's bad, but I started to like it. All right, I started to like it. I started to like the game, I, and I started to like dad jokes to the point where I would write my own, where I would show up with my dad, and uh, be like, "Hey, Pete, your son plays golf. What's his handicap?" And I would yell out, "Dwarfism, you asshole!" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I played golf, and I had my clubs with me that weekend. So I was like, uh, "Yeah, I'll play in the celebrity golf tournament. That sounds awesome." By the way, I am not a celebrity. I, uh, I, I don't think I'm one now. I certainly wasn't one back then. But they, they wanted me to play. So I said, all right, cool. They said, all right, meet us down here tomorrow. So I go down to the course the next day. I got my little golf outfit on. And I'm not going to lie to you. A midget in a golf outfit is adorable. Okay, it's, it's awesome. Like, I look like the top of a four-year-old's birthday cake. Okay, it's pretty incredible so i walk and i got my clubs now uh for the for the celebrities they all have their names on their carts and then they have uh non-celebrities playing with them so they know where to meet up they meet at their celebrities cart so i'm looking for my cart and i don't see my cart i'm looking i'm like all right there's bill Engvall. that's cool uh there's screech true he was there uh <laughs> And then there was uh, the guy who played Carlton on Fresh Prince, Alfonso Rivero, he was there. And yeah, okay, so not the best celebrities, all right? Like, um, but I, I can't find my cart. I'm looking all over, I cannot find my cart. So I go to this tournament organizer and I say, hey, uh, my name's Brad Williams, I'm a celebrity, I don't have a cart. By the way, if you ever have to say I'm a celebrity, you're not a celebrity, all right? No one goes, take my picture, I'm a celebrity. No, you're not, okay? So I'm aware that I'm not a celebrity. So I go, I, I, I can't find my card. He goes, oh, I know where your card is. And he takes me to this card, and there it is, right there on the name tag, Wee Man. <laughs> for, the, for those of you who don't know, I am not him. But that is something that has happened to every dwarf their entire life, okay? We always get mistaken for other little people. Usually it's the midget of the moment, whoever that is. So 10 years ago, we were all wee man from Jackass, all right? And that sucked. That sucked. People think you're wee man. They run up, they kick in the balls, they toss you in the shopping cart. It's horrible. Now it's not so bad. Now everyone just thinks I'm Dinklage from Game of Thrones, okay? 
That's not that bad. I don't mind when people think I'm Dinklage. That's cool. Like, he's funny. He's a great actor in the show. He bangs a lot of hookers. Like, I feel like he's so popular. I could just run up to a random woman, start humping her leg, and be like, I always pay my debts. Okay? I, I, I do that. If you watch the show, that's hilarious. If you don't watch the show, you have no idea why everyone's laughing right now. That's funny to me. So, most people, if this happened to them, would get really pissed off, very angry. Me, I'm a sick freak comedian, and I go, this is gonna be a great story. Like, I don't freak out. I just look and I go, all right, I'm Wee Man today. Now, I was gonna tell my group of uh, non-celebrities the whole story, because I didn't want them to be disappointed, all right? But then, as soon as they saw me standing in front of the cart, they lit up. And they're like, oh my God, we got Wee Man? Yes! We got a good celebrity. Our friend's got to play with the ShamWow guy. That sucks. <laughs> and so, like, they're, 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 they're psyched. They're, they're beyond thrilled to be playing with Wee Man. And I'm like, I can't break their hearts. I can't be the guy that's like, I'm actually a comedian. You don't know who I am, but maybe I'll be on Comedy Central one day. Like, I can't, I can't do that. So I go, all right, I'm going to be Wee Man. And God damn it, I was Wee Man that day. All right? I was, when we were playing, I'm telling them stories about the show. This is when Jackass was in its heyday. It was in its prime, and they're asking me questions. I'm answering them. I don't know the answers, but I'm just, like, saying stuff. They're like, is Steve-O crazy? I'm like, let me tell you a crazy Steve-O story. And I start, they're like, you guys get a lot of girls. I'm like, there's STDs named after Steve-O. By the way, I'm friends with Steve-O now, and I've told him this story. He loves it. We're cool. Side note, when I'm hanging out with Steve-O, it's impossible to convince people I'm not Wee Man. They're just like, he can't know, too. <laughs> so we start playing, and we're having a good time. And, and these guys, we're, they're drinking, we're, we're, we're playing holes, and we're donating money to charity. I'm getting them to donate more. Oftentimes, in these special tournaments, uh, holes will be sponsored by certain corporations that are trying to raise more money for whatever charity you're playing for. We pull up to a hole that's sponsored by Hooters, all right? And there's these Hooters girls, they all got wings, we're gonna eat, we're gonna do that. And one of the Hooters girls, now remember, I'm driving up in a cart that says Wee Man on it, right? I'm driving up, we see the Hooters girls, we're all excited. One of the Hooters girls jumps up, walks towards me with her finger pointing and goes, that's not Wee Man. <laughs> and now everyone's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm going to the Wee Man. I'll kick myself in the red right now, bitch. Like, I can do that. <laughs> and then she goes, no, no, no. That's not Wee Man. I fucked Wee Man. That's not Wee Man. First of all, kudos to this girl, okay? She's willing to admit in front of a group of strangers and her co-workers, oh, by the way, I've fucked a midget, okay? Like, kudos to her. And when that happens, I immediately like run over to her and I kind of grab her by the wrist and I pull her aside and I kind of explain the situation to her. I go, listen, I know I'm not Wee Man. They think I'm Wee Man. I'm not a, I'm just a comedian. They put, they, they put my name on the thing because all midgets look alike to these assholes. And then 
I'm, I'm not him, but I'm playing along so they donate to charity. They, they think they're going to have a good time. Like, I'm just, just play along with it. And then, like, I peeled off 60 bucks. And if you're a Hooters waitress in Temecula, that's a lot of fucking money to you. <laughs> and I gave her the 60 bucks, and she's like, all right, cool. And then she goes like, oh, oh, my mistake. That is Wee Man. That is Wee Man, guys. That's Wee Man. Once again, kudos to this woman. Not, not only is she saying like, like what her sexual life is like to these strangers, now she's saying, I'm so much of a whore, I could fuck a midget and forget about it. So, problem solved, right? We're all back to normal. The guys start teeing off. I, I kind of slink to the back to talk to this girl. I go like, so you really... You fucked Wee Man? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I slept with Wee Man. He came into my Hooters, we hit it off, and then uh, he said he had a hotel room nearby, so I went to the hotel room and we had our fun. It's like, that's awesome. She's like, yeah, he was such a nice guy. Like, he took pictures with all the staff and everything. And, he's like, and she's like, here, I'll show you. She pulls out her phone and she pulls up a picture and she goes, yeah, there's us. And then my mouth drops because I'm like, that's my other dwarf friend, Sean. <laughs> How many people has she told this story? I don't know, but from that day on, oh God, I love golf even more. <laughs> And that's one more dwarf joke that I can make on the course. I'm Brad Williams. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Ah, oh, there it is. That is a fucking crazy ass bitch. <laughs> right. You're not fucking Wee Man. I fucked Wee Man and wasn't even Wee Man. <laughs> and all dwarfs look alike, so you're just a giant Hooters whore. Yeah. We got a little uh, starry over here, if you don't know what that is. Please explain, Robert. Well, apparently, the uh, Pepsi company decided to discontinue Sierra Mist. How dare they? Because of the low sales. So now they got Starry taking its place. It does taste different. It doesn't taste like Sierra Mist. Is there a description of it on the can or something? Or, or yeah, no? it says lemon lime. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, I thought maybe there's more to it than that. <laughs> nope. It just looks like a methed out mel yellow can. It's black and yellow and lime <laughs> green, and it just says starry, starry lemon lime. I read something about it it's supposed to have more of a fruitier taste than... Oh, the fruit of lemons and limes? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I tasted it, and it's... It ain't bad. It's better than Sprite, I can tell you that. Better than 7-Up. See, that's what they were trying to compete with, like Sprite, by getting rid of the Sierra Mist. Sierra Mist has been around for a while now, and then they just said, fuck Fuck you. Horrible name. Starry. That's how we're that's how our marketing team is going with. That's the best we can come up with. They literally can't come up with anything else now. We don't wanna we don't wanna limit ourselves to just lemon lime mixers. <laughs> we're gonna try and corner the market on Sprite. Yep. We, we gotta we gotta market it to sick kids with saltine crackers and tomato soup. <laughs> 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 Makes the cold go away. <laughs> that's such a stupid thing did your parents ever do that with you like 
if you were sick, you got chicken noodle soup, Sprite, and saltines. Yes. Yep, absolutely. I yep. don't know why. It's a fucking old wives' tale. Yeah. Do- has no, I mean, there's nutritional value in a fucking. Actually, my dad, when we were young, soup. every now and then, he would give us just brandy. Well, that's a Wisconsin really? thing. Yeah. Shit, well, I never what, got that. Well, yeah. that. And the main reason why was that because when he was younger, uh, my grandparents would do the same thing then. For, well, I remember because that was all you know back then. You were all did that home remedy stuff, you know. I remember as a kid, my mom said that they dipped a, a towel in. Uh, the fuck was it? Baking soda. What? No, <laughs> some sort of whiskey when you were teething. Oh yeah, um, and you would put your yes. gums on the, and you'd get drunk and pass out. As a little baby. <laughs> it was like a certain kind of whiskey, though? Yeah. Huh. Like something that wasn't like bourbon that would be too strong. It was like a, maybe like a Mount Royal Light or something. A Mount Royal Light? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. That's what I'm drinking right now. Maybe, right. see, I got a taste for it at a young age. <laughs> you feel any tooth pain? <laughs> I sure don't, and I got a root canal coming up. Yeah, isn't that like next week, isn't it? Uh, February 9th. Okay, so in two weeks. And then a week. A little more than a week after that, I get the cap on the front tooth so I don't look like an ogre. Cap your ass. It just, I'm sick of my fucking tongue scraping against the say, chipped yeah. part, and you're just yeah. like, God damn it. And I'm sure you just keep dragging your, you know, because it's just well, one and of those I look like things. A, I look like a kid with Down syndrome eating now because I don't want to <laughs> use my fucking front tooth to bite down on anything, so I'm like biting from the side. I'm going, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had chicken wings since, I'll tell you that. Hey, Big Daddy, so you want to go to an all-you-eat, all-you-can-eat corn on the cob contest? <laughs> sure, sure fucking don't. don't. <laughs> Why don't you go fuck yourself? It's creamed corn now. <laughs> yeah. But the first thing I do when that tooth I know is good to go is I'm going to have wings again. I'll That's the one thing with you, you. Is that the one thing you're missing right now? Is... Uh, yeah, because I'd it... always use the front teeth to pull the, you know, bite down to the bone and then... Right. Stripped the meat off the bone, and that's what happened. I got to the cartilage, and I tried pulling the cartilage off with my front teeth. So do you have to, like, watch what food you eat just so you don't do any more damage to it? I mean... I've been trying to. Like, yeah, I haven't, like, eaten anything where you really have to chomp into something to... Like, I haven't had, like, chicken drumsticks or anything where you have to, like, hold it and bite down and rip it off the bone or anything. Yep. I've been... Staying away from the taffy? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> all that the salt water taffy, taffy I got in the cupboard it hasn't been touched <laughs> uh, I thought I'd let you know that it has been confirmed and it is going to happen I know that I told you guys last year that it was going to um, so I talked to the uh, president to. I talked to the president on the board of the Bondo Broncos oh the Broncos <laughs> and I am getting a sponsored Beantown night for Bronco Bucks Retro Night. Yeah. This coming summer on a Friday night against, probably be against Navarino. Awesome. Yep. So what's the promotion? Uh, It's going to be more or less, so I'm going to donate so much money towards the club. And then what they're going to do, I'm going to bring two of my speakers, put them like out by like the dugouts or whatever area yep. in between innings and before the game playing all like retro music. So it's like a kind of like a turn back the clock kind of night. Are you reeling in the years? <laughs> put me in coach. Oh, what yeah, kind of specials? Like if you don't play yeah, that song. Exactly. What kind of specials are you going to have? So for the everything game? is going to be a dollar. So a dollar hot dogs, dollar beers and dollar sodas. Fucking a. Yep. Well, that's how they should promote it. Be like dollar, 
Dollar Night. Well, see, Dollar Night brought sponsored to by, by, brought to you by Bean Town Entertainment. See, and like Pulaski does that with theirs, and it's sponsored by Super Runs, and then they have uh they have the Dollar Hot Dogs, uh, and it, you know it's just so hot basically dogs. you're paying for half of the right stuff, and the club's playing for the other half. Correct, and then so then and after you can write that, it off on taxes, and then after that. Um, after that's all done, then I'm going to then move the speakers into the pavilion and then have like a little, there's going to be like people like sitting there with the music playing in the background. So we should uh, look at fixing that jukebox too. Mm. I brought that up to him and he's like, yeah, he's yeah. like, I got it. He's like, we have to figure out how we can. Uh, well, I've been, I've researched and watched guys take them apart. Yeah. So if it's just the speaker or even like the speaker wire, which it probably could be, yeah, that front part pops down. But and the only problem is, is that so. When they got the jukebox, yeah. it's a lock. Yeah. There's a lock by whatever, and they don't have the key for it. I can crack it. You can crack it. Give me a paper clip and some. <laughs> it's almost like half baked. Give me a bar. <laughs> Dude, we're out of it. Okay, give me, give me a. I cork- need a snorkel, <laughs> uh, paper towels, and, and a corkscrew. Yeah. I've made worse bongs than out of this, man. I've made better bongs for oh, less yeah <laughs> Stephen baldwin yeah. speaking of baldwins oh yeah should we uh go with that is that considered bad news let's start the bad news i'll start with it well i'm afraid i've got some bad news serial killer alec baldwin <laughs> <laughs> charged with manslaughter for the whole not checking the gun situation on whatever movie he was uh, right in where he pointed the gun right in the camera. And it Rust. Was oh, yeah, Rust was the name of the movie. That's probably going to be the most infamous movie of all time now. Is it ever going to get released? Probably not. <laughs> it's going to be one of those, like, uh, uh, urban legends where it'd be like, you hear there was this movie called Rust? And, <laughs> like, it's going to be sought after by people in the macabre yep. to uh, view. I want to see the footage right where he shot the gun and fucking killed her. <laughs> Like he pointed a gun that had a live round in it, pulled the trigger right at the camera, went through the camera into the director's or one eyeball. of the producer's eyeball, killed her. Um, so why they had live rounds on set is one uh, question. Uh, why the armorer didn't check the gun and why he didn't check the gun. Because everybody who's anybody who's been through gun safety, you check your weapon regardless if it's a fake gun or not. Uh, and a fake round. He just took the gun, and he's like, oh, all right. Maybe Alec Baldwin never went through Hunter's safety. Definitely not. But no, we were listening to other actors talk about, he's like, you always, even when the armor says it's good to go, you check it yourself. It's part of the procedure before you know anything starts rolling that nothing looks out of the ordinary. And then he's claiming he never pulled the trigger, that it went off by itself. Yeah. Yeah. So two counts of manslaughter. And now they, I have an idea for a movie now. What? So the idea of the movie, I understand that it will not happen, but let's say you make a Back to the Future, and they go back in time right before Alec Baldwin shot him, and they change the future. <laughs> no, the the movie is somebody went back in time to fuck up Alec Baldwin's life because he ends the world. <laughs> like something something happens in the future where Alec Baldwin oh, gets yeah. into power and makes some horrible decision that causes the apocalypse. So they go back in time and slip a live round in the gun and take him out of Hollywood and everybody hates him. We'll go back in time and make sure that Alec Baldwin never makes Beetlejuice. <laughs> oh my God. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ, I totally forgot that you was in the fucking movie. Wow. Never remakes Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah. Stop the future from happening. Yeah, it's not even an apocalypse situation. It's just some some person who loves Beetlejuice that doesn't want it remade. So they ruin his life by going back in time and slipping a live round in his gut. <laughs> you son of a bitch, it was perfect the first time. <laughs> the audacity or the money grab to remake it. I'll show you. <laughs> so last night I started watching that 90s show. Yeah, I well. So, so based on the fucking trailer that I showed you, I'm like, yeah. this does not look good. Oh yeah, back to bad news. Yeah. You got anything? Otherwise, I got oh yeah, I do have two bad news stories. I don't know if you want me to just go with those two right off the bat. Uh, um, go ahead. So a man from New York is accused of talking or taking a stranger's vehicle parked at a Central Wisconsin truck stop that had a sleeping woman in the back seat. According to Columbia County Sheriff's Office on January 14th, around 3.30 a.m., the dispatch center started to get calls from an adult woman. The woman said that she was at a truck stop on County Highway CS and was sleeping in the backseat of the vehicle while her family went into the gas station. The woman then said the vehicle was now being driven by an unknown man and did not know where they were going. The man was reportedly refusing to release the woman from the vehicle and was driving at high speeds. About a half hour later, the Columbia County deputy saw the vehicle driving westbound on Highway 188 in West, Town, West Point Township. Authorities say the vehicle tried to elude deputies and troopers with the Wisconsin State Patrol. In a semi? <clears throat> uh, just a regular vehicle. Oh. Uh, tire deflation. Oh, he was at a truck stop, yeah. but he wasn't a trucker. Yeah. Okay. Tire deflation devices were used, but the driver continued to try to flee while driving on the rims. Eventually, the vehicle left the roadway and hit In the most. In this weather? Yeah. <laughs> The drive, eventually, the vehicle left the roadway and hit multiple objects along the roadway. Deputies and troopers were able to get the vehicle stopped, and it reportedly lost control and became disabled in the parking lot. The driver was taken into custody. The woman was not injured, and the driver was identified as 51-year-old Kyle Wagner from New York. Okay. And it believed so, that Wagner was under the influence of controlled substance. And I'm assuming she was too. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. She was passed out in the back seat. <laughs> I, I was waiting for you to be like, and he's convicted of human trafficking. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, that's what you would kind of. Uh, so there was that story. I got then, a little one here about okay. Buzz Aldrin. Oh, I heard about Yeah, okay, go ahead. Yep. Famous astronaut Bill Buzz Aldrin, first man to walk on the moon is uh, getting married at 93 on his birthday. I was going to say, I didn't know he was still alive. Yeah, me neither. But uh, how fucking long does it take <laughs> an engagement before you get married? <laughs> this fucking guy like, was engaged to this woman for, it doesn't say, but it says long time sweetheart. It's like, was he getting so much pussy after landing on the moon <laughs> that he's like, ah, I don't know, I don't want to commit. Well, well that trumps everything. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he doesn't really need a pickup line. I'm in the Baseball Hall like, of Fame. Yeah, well, I fucking walked on the I walked the on the fuck. I was the first man to walk on the fucking moon. He's showing me that butthole. <laughs> I killed Osama bin Laden. <laughs> I fucking... Oh, yeah? I went off the planet. <laughs> I was off the grid. Like, no one has been there since me. <laughs> so he posted on social media, I'm pleased to announce that my longtime love and partner, Dr. Anka V. Fowler, so I don't know what nationality that's from. I think she was on the Russian space shuttle. Probably. That's where they met. And I have tied the knot. We were joined in holy matrimony in a small private ceremony in L.A. and are excited 
are as excited as eloping teenagers. <laughs> what? Was it uh, a longtime sweetheart of like 62 years? Apparently. This fucker, I mean, 1969 is when he landed on the moon. He's got to be knocking that pussy out of the fucking park <laughs> since then. <laughs> I mean, he literally needs no pickup line. He's right. just like, some girl's like, oh, you look familiar. What do you do? I walked on the fucking moon. Which one do you think got more, uh, Neil Armstrong or Buzz Aldrin? Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. yeah. He just looks like... Uh, He's Hugh a, Hefner he's type so, dude. He's a hard ass. So when you were and talk- he wears colorful suits and ties. Yeah. So when you were talking about Buzz Aldrin, I thought it was the other story that just happened with him this past week as well. Another story? Yeah, Buzz Aldrin. So it, it, the video got leaked. Well, it didn't get leaked. I mean, he has a sex tape. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Going to space. <laughs> um, jerking off in the pod. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so I guess there were. Um, he was doing some type of uh, greeting, uh, uh, a sign, uh, like a autograph um, session. Uh, yeah, autograph session. And what happened was is some guy that had, like, some local news, I don't know, like, he went to go and he was going to go and interview him. But Buzz was sitting there. He was with his, it must have been his manager. Yeah. Uh, and the um, the reporter would not leave him alone and says, why won't you tell us that the, the moon, it was, it was fake? Oh, okay? yeah. It never really happened. And he kept getting in his face and but Aldrin punched him in the face and yeah. knocked him out. Yeah. Oh, shit. I do remember yeah, that Yeah, it happened last week. Oh. And, yeah, it was last week it happened. This, something wow. similar to that happened a long time yeah, ago, too. No, like. <laughs> My God, all these conspiracy theorists are just... Fuck, <laughs> he is a hard ass. <laughs> That's the there. other thing why he was famous, because he was like a... Yeah. He'd, he'd do interviews, and he he was like a gruff, like, fucking... Well, he's an ex-military dude, so uh-huh. and then he fucking walked on the moon. He's a goddamn scientist. Well, that was kind of like uh, the comedian Nick Brandon. He was talking about how his dad's his dad was in Nam and his dad's buddy, and he was talking about how his dad's buddy like loved Vietnam so much, Viet Cong, that he wanted to go back and go back, and he like got shot like three times, and he had a bullet in by his spine. Yep, <laughs> and he said that there's no. More of a hard ass thing. If you ever want to get in a fucking fight, <laughs> yeah. and he goes, and you're a guy who just killed how many Viet Congs all over, and you come back and somebody tries to start shit, and you tell them straight to them, I have a bolt that's lodged by my spine, and if I end up getting punched right there, I will die. He's like, everybody will freak the fuck out and walk away. <laughs> I don't know. Get that drunk guy who was laughing at the setup lines. He'd probably punch. Oh him. yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This other one wasn't that. It was just a. The way they show the picture and everything, it's like, you know, uh, so it shows a car that just went off the road into a pole that's on its side, and it was intoxicated driver crashes her car into a utility pole in Menasha. Reading through the article, you find out that a uh, 72-year-old woman from Fox Crossing fucking getting lit during the daytime. Yeah, she, uh... Wow. She got a little, uh, little tipsy and... Tried to rev the RPMs up a little too hard and took her airborne off the uh, side of the road into a utility pole. So it's like, how'd your grandma die? Be like, ah, she got drunk and flipped her vet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to go. <laughs> That's it. Um, so the last one that I do have: a man from Wisconsin is facing ten total charges. Six of them are felonies after he became became combative and allegedly bit multiple police officers. 
According to a release from the Madison Police Department on January 18th, around 11.30 p.m., officers pulled over a vehicle at the intersection of Fairchild and West Main Streets, where 37-year-old Moses Garcia was arrested and taken to a local hospital. And then he parted the... (laughs) Shower. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Authorities say that while he was part being of the take- black cheeks. <laughs> Authorities say that while he was being taken into custody, Garcia became combative physical towards officers while he was at the office or while Garcia was at the hospital. He reportedly bit multiple officers and became physical. He was arrested on multitude of charges. So Math. He's got six <clears throat> felonies and uh incidents under I'm digging this starry in Mount Royal Light. Yeah. I'm gonna have to get the local taverns to buy it up. Yeah. No more Sprite on the gun. I want Starry or oh, nothing. It, you know what? So when we were at... I want zero sugar Starry. Yeah. So when we were at uh, uh, Scully's, they, uh, their beer cooler that they had in the back part of the bar, it was an old slice glass con- uh, glass door. <laughs> yeah. Remember Slice? Was, oh, yeah. sli- like yeah. the orange soda? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was kind of nostalgic. Yeah, well, yeah. they had a lot of old shit in there. They did. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I, we were talking to one of our buddies last night. He was talking about uh, starting his own business, going out on his own because, like, he's just pissed at all like the young people who are getting into jobs and either not showing up for work or always being late, not working hard at all. So he's talking about going to business for himself. And I was thinking back. I'm like, that never would have flown when we were younger. Like any job that we took, we had to do like our very best. And that was sort of a point of pride for all of us. It was like, you know, do the best job you can, even if it's a shit job. And I was wondering, I was trying to think back of all, like, the first jobs I had. And the very first job I ever had was mowing lawn for, like, our church and, like, the cemetery, which was creepy. Because I could still remember all the names on the fucking headstones because they're all, like, old German names, like, you would be surprised how many people in the 1890s were named Otto. <laughs> or Gunther or something. or Like Helena, Otto. A lot of, uh, oh, what the fuck, it's, women were named, it started with a G, Greta. Greta. Okay, Lots yeah. of Gretas in the back row of the cemetery that like are all 1800s. German names or yeah, something. Yeah, a bunch of old German names in Pulsefer, Wisconsin. But it got to me thinking, what was like your first job like when you were a teenager? My first job was a newspaper for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. So did you do it on a bike? I did it on a bike, and then in the wintertime, then my uh, my dad would uh, take – it was only here in town, so, and Milwaukee Journal Sentinel was a hard paper, I would say, to get because there was the Green Bay Press Gazette, the yeah. Appleton Post-Crescent, and the Sean Weaving Leader. Um, so to be honest with you, they always said – at the time, if you if you were subscribing or if you were getting the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, you had money because they were yeah the it was price like of a that four was, or five dollar paper yeah and how many times a week did uh, they every get? Uh, every day really yeah every day it, it was, wasn't like the Wall Street no, Journal where you no. only got it once so a week? it was every so it was every morning but the thing that was different with that is back then the all those other papers you didn't get them until the afternoon Milwaukee Journal Sentinel was always right there on your doorstep at like six thirty in the morning. So how early did you have to get up? Uh, so I would get up. I only had um, all together. Like if I had, if my uh, dad would take me out on whatever, I think there was only like 25, 30 stops. So I was done in a half hour. But if I did it by bike, it was like an hour. But you were up at like 5 a.m.? Uh, 6. Okay. You know, 
and then yeah but then there was a few times where i just did not i didn't wake <laughs> up and then i had like the customer just pissed holy <laughs> did I, you actually put it in a mailbox or did you throw it on the stoop type deal no the, yeah. yeah it was all like on the front door um yeah or, or else i or like if it was wet or you know you had that paper bag that oh, the sleeves. plastic bag but they would always dropping it off at my uh at my house then they were always like dropping it off like at 3 30 <laughs> in the morning how so, old were you um, About, I was in, if I was correct, I think I was, I had to be 13, 14. Okay. Yeah, so. Well, I remember like being like 10, 12 bailing hay with family mm-hmm. and picking, yeah, you, picking rocks, but that's not really a job. That's a chore. That's a like chore, you were yeah. forced into doing that. Yeah. That wasn't voluntary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the most you would get out of that is when you went to town that week, you could get a toy or something Yep. or they'd take you to like, uh, we didn't have a Chuck E. Cheese, but Shakey's Pizza. That was my reward for picking rocks was getting to go to Shakey's Pizza. And then ah. did they give you coins then so you could play the games? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't even bother. I went through the line so quick and got like three slices of pizza and their garlic bread, which was the bomb. And I fucking scarfed that shit up. And I'm like, can I go play games now? <laughs> That's <laughs> how it went. Because they yeah. had Terminator 2 pinball. Oh, okay. And that I literally would play that the entire time. Tickets just coming out the bottom. And then you get you know some pencil eraser for thirty thousand tickets, but I got the John Connor feature. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the best part of going there. Uh, I'm fuck if that reopened today, I would go there. <laughs> Shaggy's Pizza was the bomb. dot com. I missed that place. Yeah. But then yeah, mowing lawn when I was sixteen because then I could take my dad's old truck with a trailer and our lawn mowing equipment and take it to the church and I could just do it during the summer whenever. And you said that was the one, the, the old one in Pulsifer, right? Yeah. And then... That has a cemetery, though? I didn't even know that. that oh, yeah, right big, behind it on a hill. Yeah, oh, really? That big oh. hill behind it? Yeah. That's all... Cemetery. Yeah, now it looks like a meth house. <laughs> yeah, well, it is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, that's right. That, I forgot well, the me and your brother almost bought that place, and I was thinking because it, it was really cheap. It was only like $60,000, but that's because... The fucking water was seeping in the basement. The roof was shit. <laughs> but I'm like, when I threw parties back and you know, when I was 18, 19, 20, I mean, I threw giant parties. I'm like, oh, what if I could throw parties in the church? I'm definitely going to hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, you, or you just got a free ticket to heaven. Yeah. But I'd be that, but... fuck around with the pipe organ because <laughs> they left it in there. Then all of a sudden you would hear somebody just all the time, fly stairway to heaven. <laughs> Ring the fucking bell all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning. Who's ringing the bell? You would have been. (laughs) (laughs) You're the fucking instigator. That That would have been like the call to get the cops to come. Robert's out there ringing the goddamn bell. The steeple. (laughs) That'd be like the bad news. Drunk man rings church bell at three o'clock in the morning. Robert's standing on top by the bell going, I see you you came from midnight mass. (laughs) Three hours ago. Uh... But then I mowed lawn in uh, at the canning factory in Seymour, too. Um, was it Lakeland or something? I can't remember the name. I don't but, know. But, you yeah. know, there was like, oh, my God, that place stink. When they had green beans or peas that they were picking, that stench coming out of that fucking canning factory was ridiculous. <laughs> I can even remember, like, when Vlasic was here, how bad it just stank. Like, when you like when they were pickling, yeah. and you just get that, the whole, you know. Vinegar. Yep fart across the whole fucking (laughs) (laughs) thank god we don't have that anymore but it's like 
I haven't heard about kids really having jobs like that. No. Like, they don't have a job until they're 18 out of high school. And to tell you the truth, and this is, it seems to, like... So by the time they're ready to enter the workforce, they don't have any work ethic. And you want to know who I think to blame, too, as well. Parents! Parents, because the parents, especially if their kid is in sports, they think their kid's going to be the next LeBron James or whatever. And then they're like, well... He's not gonna... even black. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's going to be the next Jason Williams. He's 5'2". <laughs> <laughs> and he's scrawny as fuck. That's all right. He's going to be in NASCAR. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's why I seriously think it is because now what they do is I even have, like, friends who are, you know, who are parents, and they are every weekend doing a tournament that yep. they have to go. And it's they complain about it, but you're the one who put yeah, your kid the, in it. And it's just like, what? A, what are the odds... And what are you getting out of it? Yeah. I mean. It's not like when we were, you know, we had in the summertime, we were in Little League. Okay. That yeah. was just a two and a half month, like something to do, you know, and our parents didn't have to really, they didn't have to yeah, pay have for to anything, anything for it. Yeah. They didn't, you know. We had hand-me-down jerseys. From... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, what about you, Robert? What was your like first job as a teenager? Um, milk cows. I worked for Cone Farms. Oh yeah, that's right. They were just yeah. down the road from you. Yeah, so I milked cows for throughout my high school years. Oh, for, but, a- for Alan? For Alan Cohn, yeah. yes. But all these jobs we're talking about is like, these jobs sucked. They weren't cool. They weren't like, it wasn't happy to go to, it was building a work ethic yeah. to, I mean, milk and cows, you got to get up at fucking five, I did. I did nights. Oh. Because they milked like three times a day because they had a pretty large farm. So like they do morning, afternoon, and I do the night shift. And so I'd work from like seven, six or seven at night till like ten or eleven at night, and I'd just be by myself. So I'd milk like fucking hundred and some odd cows by myself, and I'd have to fucking clean the barn and everything. And I like fucking busted my ass. Like yeah. I would fucking run for shit like, money. Yeah, yeah, for fucking like seven dollars an hour, and I'd fucking be running my ass around. And I'm like, I was just trying to get out of there as fast as I could. I didn't even want to be and there, had, but, but I needed money too. Yeah, and that's back when you actually had to. Uh, you could only milk so many at a time, because was it done with the pipe system where you? Got, you it know, was like a parlor, like a, oh, okay. they were up, up, they were up above oh, you a were, little okay. bit. Because yeah. I can even remember when I would help uh, a buddy yeah. of mine milk. It was the old pipe system, and you could only run four at a time. So yep. you could run like I could milk twelve. Oh, I think shit. it was twelve cows at a time. Oh, okay, so by the time you got done. With one, the other one, you had to fuck. It was just like you're nonstop moving, pretty right. much. Yeah, but I got 120 bucks every time I mowed the lawn, but it took four or five hours, and I had to use 120 dollars back then. Once every a time, week, once a, that's not and, bad. And using all our own equipment, and gas. So um, 20 of that went to my dad right. for gas and oil and everything, sharpening the blades, and but then he. You know, let me use his truck and trailer, and I'd take push mower, rider, and weed eater, because you had to do all that. You had to weed eat around all of the stones. You're talking 150 headstones. At least once every other week, you'd have to do, you know, the edge work around the stones with a weed eater. Mm-hmm. So that's a minimum four or five hours. Yeah. That sucked. <laughs> Well, you know, you're talking about, you know, all the things, you know, you did, like the work ethic and all that. Uh, it kind of goes off a little bit, but the, this even kind of brings it up to when we were younger. Um, my, uh, When I was at the funeral, my uncle was and my dad were talking, 
they said that uh you know when they were younger my grandma you know how you would uh you how you were punished back then you know now you can't oh yeah but uh my uncle was always talking about and my dad they were always talking about and my dad did to us too when we were kids but you remember when they would take a a, a leather belt and they snap it snap it and then you knew you were in deep shit yeah you know and i like but then uh my uncle was talking about that he goes one time I got a little out of control, and it wasn't the belt that time that was snapped. It was a cutting board that got snapped across my ass. <laughs> the and wooden I, spoon on the fingers yes. as a kid were the worst. <laughs> but Bill Cosby had a bit about that, about uh, the belt. He's like, It was always the threat of getting the belt and then being like, I had never seen the belt, but I had heard about it. Like it was, <laughs> it was eight feet long and two feet wide, and it had hooks on it. So when it hit you, rip meat off your skin. <laughs> so it was the threat of getting the belt that would keep you in line. And we it's didn't, like, we didn't threaten to call CPS back then no, either. There was no there CPS. Was no CPS. <laughs> I was just gonna say there was no CPS. Right. Not like today, you know. <laughs> You look at me the wrong way, Mom. I'm calling Child Protective Services. Yeah, no shit. Like that, that South Park episode where <laughs> there's no parents. They're all in prison. Yeah. And it turns into like a Lord of the Flies situation. <laughs> oh, well, shit. We just about got everything covered. Yep. All we got to do left is uh, you guys get to uh, find out things you did not know. Oh, your little game, the you did not know card I wish game. I didn't know. All right. I'm going to be nice here. You get to pick what side. I will take the one to your right. Okay, so I'll give you the question first. Don't always trust the prescription the doctor gives you. This uh, or this addictive substance was once prescribed for things as cocaine common as cough. Uh, it was <laughs> uh, common as a cough and headache. It was a heroin, oxycodone, crystal meth, or alcohol. No cocaine. <laughs> nope. That was in Coca Cola. Well, I would actually go. Heroin, because that's what was, uh, what's the shit that they give you in the hospital for pain that's the super... Vicodin? Oh, no, well, no, it's no. Oxycontin. No, no, no. no um, the, fentanyl. No, no, no. The <laughs> morphine. <laughs> they morphine. You, yes. Morphine is heroin. Yes. So I would say heroin. You are correct. It is ha! heroin. Okay. All right, Robert, here's yours. In Iran, 14 of these were arrested on a suspicion of espionage. Gays. Was it... <laughs> <laughs> Was it squirrels, toddlers, tourists from Iceland, or circus clowns? I'm going to go tourists from Iceland. <laughs> it was actually squirrels. <laughs> what? what? Yeah. The spies? Yeah, for espionage. <laughs> Spy Fucking... squirrels. Yeah. Ben that Laden. should be a cartoon back in the 90s. <laughs> Spy squirrels. <laughs> With the chipmunks from Chippendale's Adventures. Yeah. Yep. All right, here's your last one, BD. You're about to masturbate, and you realize that you are out of your best lube. Who uses lube, pussies? <laughs> which of the Raw following? Dog. <laughs> yeah. Which of the following is recommended by sexpert Megan Barnett as a temporary replacement? Hold on. What makes her a sexpert? Was she a former whore? Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> if she wasn't, I'm not taking her word <laughs> okay. for it. Is it A, petroleum jelly, B, hand cream, C, spit, or D, none of the above? Well, I mean, spit's readily available. I would say spit. D, none of the above. 
Does it give a fucking... It doesn't give no explanation? Well, you might want to ask <laughs> Megan Barnett. All right, I'm going to have to email this girl now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, anybody could just throw out answers and hit none of the above. Yeah. What Maybe fun it is that? Maybe it should have been all of the above. Do you ever think of that, sex <laughs> yeah. What happens if you have all of them sitting in your readily <laughs> yeah. available means? Does baked beans work? <laughs> <laughs> cream of corn? Yeah, <laughs> big beans, cream of corn. All right, sandpaper. Here's your last one, Robert. In 1911, an orphanage in Paris did, did this to babies in order to raise funds. Was it A, had them compete in a crawling competition, B, sold their clothes and dressed them in potato sacks, C, raffled them off, or D, painted them the colors of the French flag for a parade? What year was this? In 1911. Okay. Uh. So they were doing some weird shit back then. I'm going to say A. What was A again? A was had them. crawling contest. The crawling contest. I'll go with that. Okay. And the answer is C. They raffled them off. They raffled (laughs) off babies? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, it wasn't wasn't orphanage, wasn't it? Yeah, it was an orphanage. I like the looks of that baby. (laughs) I'll give you two bits. (laughs) Good. Here's a raffle ticket. We're going to be doing the drawing in five minutes. (laughs) I got Cornelius here for a bag of seeds. They got a ten liner. Hey, give me a give me a ten liner on that Korean baby. I heard they're smart. He gonna make me some money. But when that spelling bee boy, I heard them Chinese can make rockets someday. <laughs> so there you go. There's our part of. I wish I didn't know. I wish I didn't know that they raffled off babies. <laughs> if it was only that easy today. Yeah. Well, they tried no ba- to. No background checks back then. No. Good God. I don't even want to think of the horrors. Right. And then that was back then, too. That's when they were just dropping them off, too, at orphanages right in the freaking front. That that wasn't a tale. That really was happening all over. Wasn't that a famous thing that they dropped them off in front of fire stations, too? Yeah. Yep. I saw stories, yeah, where all of a sudden the firefighters, like, because it's the ones where they're... um, Everybody goes out for a smoke (laughs) take. God damn it, another baby. Another one. (laughs) I'm going to kill that stork. I mean, come on now. They didn't. Frank, come is this yours? <laughs> they didn't come out with the movie Three Men and a Little Lady for no reason when it, the baby got right in the front. And they didn't know who the father was. Oh yeah, that was the premise of the movie. Yeah, Tom Selleck. Uh, uh, the guy from Cheers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what the hell was his name? Ted Danson. Ted Danson, and then uh, Shannon's probably yelling at us. <laughs> Shannon's yelling, "Ted yeah. Danson!" Goddamn, Ted Shannon Danson! Was, yeah, Shannon was saying that. He's like, "I was in the middle of I was doing bathroom remodeling. I'm yelling, goddamn it!" Then. And Heather's like, "What? The goddamn idiots don't even know it." He's probably yelling the third name we couldn't think of. Right yeah. Now. I, uh, oh, that was the guy from uh, Police Academy. Yes, uh, Steve Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. Yes. Look who's talking. Yeah. Two. That one as well. Okay. <laughs> All right, fans, if I can call you that, listeners. Again, tell a friend. Let's get 50 new listeners this year. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Love you. You fans can stick it, brother! <laughs>